What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, it's Kelsey. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that I will be headlining the Comedy Club of Kansas City this weekend, May 20th through the 22nd. You can go to KelseyCook.com and get tickets, or you can follow me on Instagram at KelseyCookComedy, and there's a ticket link in my bio. Hope to see you helpsters there. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Self-Helpless Podcast. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Kelsey Cook. And today we're talking about allergies, baby. All <laughs> kinds of stuff about allergies. Uh, Kelsey has a lot of personal experience managing her own allergies throughout her whole life and how that's affected sure her. So I'm excited to ask her a million questions about all that. But before <laughs> we get into it, we do have a quotable of the episode. This was uh, submitted by our helpster Tori over at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. The, the quote is, Life has no meaning. Each of us has meaning and we bring it to life. It is a waste to be asking the question when you are the answer. Oh, that's a Joseph Campbell quote. Let me read that again so we can all let it sink in. Yeah, I need that one again. That's how yes. it's so good. That is okay. juicy, meaty. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot to break down. Okay. Life has no meaning. Each of us has meaning and we bring it to life. It is a waste to be asking the question when you are the answer. Oh, Got oh chills God. up my spine. That's a great <laughs> one. Wow. You know, I've we've been doing this show. That. Me neither. I was going to say, we've been doing this show for almost four years now. We're coming up on four yes. years. And it's so great when we get a quotable that we have never heard and it truly just blows our minds. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thanks, Tori, for submitting that. That was so, I'm so, that just made my day better immediately. Um, if you head over to patreon.com slash self-helpless, you can also submit quotes that might get on the show. Yeah, man. Oof. 
That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, so allergies. I kind of can't believe that we hadn't done an allergy episode yet. And to me, depending on what you listeners feel like, I could see this being a little bit of a series with the podcast where we do this as sort of an intro episode, but then we bring on an actual allergist. Yes. I know – I personally would like to have an allergist on because I have a lot of questions still. And allergies seem to be one of those categories of of medical stuff where there's lots of myths, there's lots of misinformation out there. It's kind of like a game of telephone, I feel like, with allergies (laughs) where it's like, well, I heard that you can outgrow your – well, I heard that you can outgrow your allergies. Well, I heard that food testing doesn't even work if you – aren't doing it or like there's so many things going on with the world of allergies and it would be nice to have an expert on. Totally. Um, But we thought we would do an episode giving you a general overview of that sort of information and talking about (laughs) a lot of my personal experiences (laughs) over the years with allergies because God knows I have a lot. Um, So let's talk about what are allergies, types of allergies, facts and myths, all that. So just the basic definition. Allergies, um, it's an immune system response to a foreign substance that's not typically harmful to your body. Uh, These foreign substances are called allergens. So they can include certain foods, pollen, pet dander. Your immune system's job is to keep you healthy by fighting harmful pathogens. So Mm. allergy symptoms, uh, which depend on the substance involved, can affect your airways, sinuses, nasal passages, skin, and digestive system. Allergic reactions can range from mild to severe. In some severe cases, allergies can trigger a life-threatening reaction known as anaphylaxis. So mm. there is the very, you know, clinical dictionary. That's so interesting. Yeah, that makes, I've always been told, because I'm like, I don't understand allergies. I don't understand how they work or how they're triggered or how come some people have them and some people don't. And somebody once explained to me, it's like, it's basically like your immune system working too well in a way. Right. Where it's like it's fighting something that doesn't really need to be fought. And therefore it's causing the opposite effect. You know, so, so fascinating. Well, as a type A plus personality, I guess I'm proud and also like, (laughs) what the fuck body? Like, relax. Just take a nap. (laughs) Type A plus immune system. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, they're the school. (laughs) They're 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 the class pet. (laughs) Oh my God. Which I'm the class pet that you're allergic to. Um, Yeah. It's like, go on a fucking lunch break. Just relax. You don't, because yeah, your body is taking certain things as, oh, this is harmful when it's a peanut. And it's like, right. We're okay. But for some reason your body goes, this is, this is not safe. Right. Yeah. Um, So Kels, do you want to share a little bit about the specific reactions you've had? And then we can kind of like get into some other ones people might have too. Sure. Yeah. So I have had allergies my entire life, although some of them have developed later. Some of them have changed. And the hard part is that I I know that you can outgrow them, but Mm. uh, so I do, I really do need to go back and get my allergies retested. But a lot of the time, with food allergies, you have to test them orally, right? Like mm. from what I've been told, again, I would like to have an actual allergist on, but from what I've been told with food allergies, you're not going to get the most accurate results from doing the skin testing because food is, you're not rubbing the food on your right. skin when ingesting you eat, it. You, yeah. you're ingesting it. So 
people who are trying to see if they have outgrown, uh, let's say, a peanut allergy or seeing how allergic they are, they'll go to the allergist office and they give them like a micro, like the size, a, a peanut amount, the size that would fit on a pinhead type yeah. of a thing. And then they slowly work up and work up. And uh, that can also be exposure therapy. But I'm just so afraid to go get things retested because I don't right. want to have a, an anaphylactic reaction and have to use an EpiPen and all that. It's There's no good day to have a deadly reaction. Like you don't look at your right. calendar and go, you know what? Thursday, let's roll the dice. Like right. let's just see. I just would rather yeah. avoid it, but I know, you know. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like, okay, this could potentially help you or the very opposite. So or it's like how very how, do you, how do you balance that when managing your allergies? Allergies, the only I've I've always had very I've always had some allergic reactions. They've been very mild, obviously, compared to what Kelsey's been through. Um, but I I tend to break out in rashes sometimes, and it's usually a, a type of material that I'm wearing without realizing it. Like I'm allergic to wool, so anytime I have Same. like a wool sock on or something, or you know, and uh, so can't wear that. Um, I remember I, I'm allergic to basically, or my skin is very sensitive to any kind of chemicals and stuff. So like I remember like being in college and like trying. To to scrub my apartment clean before like moving out of it. And I remember getting on like my hands and knees and like scrubbing the floor, the carpet or something. And just my, I was covered in hives after from all the, you know, cleaning supplies and stuff that I was using. So I, for during one of my rash breakouts at one point, I went in for an allergy test and they did the the pricks on my back or something. Mm -hmm. And the results came back with that I was allergic to horsehair and oranges. And I'm like, that doesn't feel accurate, but eating oranges my whole fucking life. And I've definitely pet some horses. So I was like, that doesn't really make sense that that came up as a sensitivity when I was like, at that point I was drinking orange juice every morning, no big deal, not breaking out into a rash. Interesting. So I've, I kind of got like, I don't know how accurate this is. And I wonder if there's a more accurate kind of test for something like that. Um, right. You know, and I've also noticed I will break out on my face or have a rash on my face if uh, I there's a certain detergent that's on the pillow. So I always yeah. have to bring like an extra T-shirt or pillowcase if I'm staying somewhere else. Same. When I travel, I always bring my own pillowcase because in hotels, they are using the most high grade oh, industrial bleach, bleach chemicals yeah. to kill what, you know, come whatever the fuck is <laughs> right. on the previous hotel's pillowcases. You can't have that shit going in somebody's eye. So they are just blasting that out of there. And um, that's not, it's very harsh on your skin. So basically I've, I've been allergic to animals my whole life, even despite owning them my whole life, but I would always get stuffy and itchy and stuff like that. And then um, as I got older, I was also, I was experiencing hay fever every time it'd be spring and everything with pollen, super stuffy. Um, And then I hit a point in high school where I just was, it felt like all my reactions were getting worse. It just, it Mm -hmm. seemed, I was feeling very bubble child, right? So I went and got my allergies tested and it was so insane. So first of all, Delaney, you're saying that you tested positive for um, an allergy to horses, horse hair. Right. Okay. So when I went uh, and had them tested, they did two different types of tests. They did a skin prick test where they went up my arms and pricked like 
80 times with 80 different allergens, right? Yeah. So many all over me. And he put a prick up here on my shoulder and I like grew another shoulder. I was like huge. Oh. And I was like, what is that? He goes, oh, that's horse hair. So what? stay like Jeez. you need to stay far away from horses and barn animals. Then barn animals, yeah. And oh, that makes gosh. so much sense because the first time I bought a, a higher end makeup brush from Sephora, oh. it was made of it was natural bristles. So it was, I think, goat hair. And I rubbed it all over my face and my neck came out to my chin. It was just like, <laughs> oh Jesus, dude. Giant puffy neck, horrible. And then the thing that was really crazy was that the next test they did was 20 needles under my skin to test for inhalants. So pollens, pet dander, mold, mildew, dust, things that you inhale. I reacted to 18 out of 20. Oh, my God. So I am more allergic to the air then I am not allergic to the air. Oh <laughs> you know my I mean? gosh, that's so nuts. Because that's inside and outside. Dust mites, mold, mildew, inside, outside, yeah. pollens, and all that. So it's everywhere for me. Yeah. And um, and then I had started to have some allergic reactions to food as well. And uh, like I said, food is harder. to. They did do the skin test with that and some things came back. But basically at that point, I started to do – it's called immunotherapy where you start going and they it's it sounds like torture and it really felt like torture to me. I'm still feel a little emotionally scarred from it because this was for I think 3 years of my life, 2 or 3 years of my life that once or twice a week I would have to go get shots of what I was allergic to. Oh gosh, just to build up like a an to like to try a and build up your immunity. Or, yeah. But here's how scary it is. So they they take the things that you're most allergic to that they're trying to treat you for, and they create concoctions of those things. And <sighs> then they dilute it. The, the, the initial ones they do, they really, really dilute it down. Like I was talking about the peanut where they're trying to build your meat. It's like the size of on a pinhead or whatever. So yeah. they really dilute it down initially to try to slowly build your immunity up. But here's the f- scary thing is that you don't – like your bo- they don't know what your body's going to do. Right. with it, right? They think they're starting at a low enough dose to build up. But what you have to do is you have to sit there for 30 minutes after you get the shots to mm. make sure you don't start to go into anaphylactic shock and oh have your throat God. close and die. Oh my Because God. that's kind of the range of when an aller- – like for those of you who got COVID shots, um, you know that you there has to be a waiting period where you sit and they monitor you. Right. Because some people were having – adverse reactions to the vaccine. <sighs> and so for like two to three years of my life, I would go get the things that I was most afraid of yeah, injected into my arms. And then and I would have to, have to sit, sit yeah, and, and like you, if you feel like your body even like twitch at all or any oh like God, the sort of stuffy nose, you're like, it's happening. It's happening. I was so anxiety ridden those years. Like my mental health was not in a good place those years. I was so anxious all the time. I was terrified yeah. of having like these serious, severe reactions that could kill me. And the, they just had bad bedside manner at this particular place because they were like, so it's really important now that you've started to get the shots, you can't, you can't elevate your heart rate 
two hours before or two hours after the shot, like you can't work out. You're oh not God. supposed to take a hot shower before or after the shot. There, you're not supposed to do anything that's going to like increase inflammation or something or yeah, heat? increase increase Blood heat increase your heart yeah anything like that you're not supposed to do any of that you're not supposed there are all these other rules too oh my gosh you have to like to have a carry around a checklist with you and post it all over your bedroom and shit like how did you remember all these guidelines well you just you feel like a bubble child. You yeah. feel so tense and on edge and afraid to fuck up. Right. And then go get a shot and have – and also ugh, those days – I remember days where I would accidentally come into something I was allergic to on a shot day. So mm. maybe I walked by – maybe I was in a class because I was in high school at the time. And somebody opened a book from a shelf that hadn't been cleaned in a long time so it was really dusty. Mm. And then all of a sudden there's dust by me. And I start to feel kind of short of breath. And now I'm supposed to go get a shot in two hours. Oh, but gosh. I'm like, well, what if that reaction from a couple hours ago is going to carry right. into – Horrible. Oh, jeez. Not good. Were Not- your parents – I'd imagine your parents were incredibly anxious too, right? Of like making – checking all the ingredients on everything and like making yeah. sure other people knew about your allergies if you were like going to a friend's house and shit. Like I'd imagine yeah. it's a whole yeah. production. Whole production. Not – they're not fun. And – yeah, it, it just – it sucks too because you feel – I hate feeling difficult or like I, – I hate when I go to order at restaurants and I have to ask questions about allergies because you look you, you look like you're being difficult. You look like you're being mm-hmm. high maintenance. You're like, I'm sorry. I just have to ask. But it's – it is a – it's a disability. I mean, it's in that sense of like you can't control it. It's not like, oh, I don't like the way that tastes. It's like if I eat, I could die. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a tough allergies. Fucking suck, man. Well, on that sort of really serious level, they really, really suck. Yeah. So that those were some of the reactions with that, and then my two, like my two most severe allergy allergic reactions uh, were Delaney. You're talking about cleaning products and mm-hmm. cleaning chemicals, and I think maybe I talked about this on the podcast a long time ago, but when I was working at my day job in Seattle years ago there had we'd had a company party on Friday and then left some of the snacks out i guess and so on monday people were kind of eating them in the break room and there was a bag of tortilla chips and i had a couple tortilla chips and they like didn't taste like chips they tasted like really chemically and weird but oh. i don't know like you eat a chip so quickly you don't even think about it so i just like yeah. ate it and kind of swallowed and i was like oh, that tasted kind of weird but whatever and then within, I don't remember how many minutes, maybe 10 minutes, not even, I felt like somebody's holding a hairdryer on my scalp. Oh my God. Just like, just all of a sudden burning, like burning, burning skin. So I got up and I went and looked in the bathroom and <gasps> head to toe, all my skin had turned bright red. Oh my God. Just cherry red head to toe. And I walked out to my HR person. I was like, I think I'm having an allergic reaction. And she saw me, she's like, Oh my God. And she called 911 and an ambulance Uh. came and took me to the hospital and they gave me Benadryl. Benadryl is such a lifesaver. I encourage – just everybody should always keep Benadryl on them Mm -hmm. (laughs) just Mm -hmm. for any – even if you're not having – you never know when somebody next to you on a plane or in a restaurant starts to have – it saves people's lives. It's it's really miraculous. So 
had Benadryl. And I was okay. But I'm not allergic to tortilla chips or corn or anything like that. And what we think happened was that the cleaning crew came over the weekend with spraying, you know, Windex, <sighs> harsh chemicals, whatever to clean. And the bag wasn't closed. Oh. And so Holy I just had like a Windex shit, chip. Dude. So question for you. Yeah. Like that those 30 minutes that you have to stay in the doctor's office waiting to see if you have a reaction. If you have one, what do they do? Do they give you a shot or a Benadryl or like what is if you go into shock, what they stab you with an EpiPen? Okay. So that's where that comes in. And then what does that what does that reaction do for you? Like do you know what it's what's happening internally and how long it takes and stuff for that? Well, to- not, I'm gonna knock on wood. Yeah. I've not had to use an EpiPen before. Yeah. Um, just Benadryl, Benadryl quickly can like help. But if you are going into full anaphylactic shock and EpiPen, EpiPen, which is, um, it's basically adrenaline, right? Okay. It, like it, again, I would, I don't want to speak out of turn. I want to have an actual allergist on, yeah, but we, from we what will. I understand, it, it like makes everything stop. Jesus. It opens your airways back up. Okay. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind. With Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So you don't, do you carry an EpiPen or just Benadryl? I do. I carry an EpiPen. Yeah. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Jeez, dude. Yep. My whole, since high school, I've always had an EpiPen in my purse. I don't think um, I know what one looks like. It comes in this case and there's the needle in there. Okay. Uh, so epinephrine Holy shit, it's injection. bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's not the size of a pen. That's what no. I was thinking. No, it's big. Wow. And so you pull it out and you swing and you stab it into your thigh. Into your thigh. Is that the only place? The generally it's where you're supposed yeah. to do it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dang, thanks for showing that. I've never seen yeah. one of those. And anytime I've ever heard that word, I'm picturing this. Like a little, like a little pen you can put, just slide into your pocket and Wow, that's no. A it's lot a big boy. It's a big boy. But yeah, so so that's an epipen, and then I say sometimes I say epipen, and sometimes I say epipen. Ep- <laughs> we'll ask a doctor. We'll ask a doctor. <laughs> I guess I don't. I I think it's epipen, but I didn't realize sometimes I say it weird. But when I was, gosh, how old I was I? I was um, a freshman in college, so it must have been like nineteen, and I started to take Claritin. Right. For which most people, if you don't know, it's just like a daily allergy medication. Just over the counter, you can get Clarinex, Claritin, whatever. So I started to take Claritin to try and help with daily allergies, pollen and all that. And then I had started to 
feel like I had a bladder infection. I started to feel like I was getting UTIs all the time. And I would go to the doctor and I would give them a urine sample and there was never any sign of a UTI. And they would go, well, this is weird because your symptoms sound like a UTI. So we're just going to give you antibiotics. Mm. And I went on antibiotics, I think three different times in the course of three months because the doctor kept being like, well, there's no like, there's no bacteria, but it, it, your symptoms sound like you have one. So here, let's just try this again. Mm. So he just kept giving me antibiotics and I didn't have an infection. I didn't know what was going on. Finally, I went to a urologist and they did, oh my God, it was, <laughs> I, I like shudder thinking about it. They had to do the, put a straw up your urethra, like in your uh, pee hole. Oh, oh, horrible. Oh. One of the worst. I'll Yikes. never forget that feeling. It's such a horrible feeling. Uh, um, like a little Capri Sun straw up uh, there to test. I don't, I don't even know what it tests, but anyway, they, they check all that to make sure that my ure- urethra is okay. My bladder is okay. And then the doctor comes in, the urologist comes in and she goes, all right, I'm looking at your medication list. Um, how long have you been on Claritin? And I was like, three months. She's like, how long have you been experiencing this? I was like, three months. She goes, you're allergic to your allergy medicine. Oh, geez, dude. What the <laughs> fuck? What the f- It's impossible. But yeah. You're like, I didn't even know that you could be allergic to right. an allergy medicine, but that's really a- uh, Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So it, what, what it was doing was – that was pretty eye-opening to me because I always assume, oh, an allergic reaction is like you get a rash or you have trouble breathing mm-hmm. or whatever. So my body's allergic reaction to that particular medication was that it was making my urethra spasm. Jeez. I was getting muscle spasms in my urethra. So that's why I felt like I had to – I feel like I had to pee all the time. Yeah. But I would go give a urine sample and there was nothing wrong. So – Unreal, dude. Unreal. Pretty fucking crazy, man. Yeah. That is crazy. I don't know if this is, I would assume this was an allergic reaction, but I had a pretty severe reaction to when I took Accutane for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, I developed exercise induced asthma, which I don't even know what that meant at the time. Never had exercise induced asthma. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, never had asthma my whole life, went on Accutane, and then all of a sudden, had to start carrying an inhaler everywhere, had really difficulty breathing. I was on the basketball team and I could barely run across the court. And also I noticed that my legs were not, my legs were not operating the same way. Like I used to, I would, before being on that medication, I would be able to run pretty quickly. And then all of a sudden being on it, it felt like I was trying to run and I couldn't, like, it was such a strange sensation. I don't even know, but my, it's like my brain was working fast and my legs weren't. So I wasn't able to like run quickly anymore. I became like serious? the slowest person on my team. Yeah. It was really strange. And my, my, uh, I remember my dad taking me to the doctor and saying like, what's, what's going on with her and, and asking like, is it the medication? Like she just started Accutane is it medication. And the doctor was like, no, no, that, that can't be it kind of thing. And, um, that's when I got the inhaler and some other stuff. And then of course, as soon as I go off Accutane, it's gone within a week, you know, just completely disappears. Not even, not even a trace of it. So I, uh, that was, that was an interesting reaction, but it's so, but I didn't have that the second time because I went on Accutane oh. again for a second round, like a decade later. Yeah. Did not have that same exercise induced asthma situation. And I, that definitely was a concern. So that was 
I guess, is that considered allergic reaction to the medication? I don't even know what that, or a side effect. I don't know what the difference is, but yeah. um, very strange. I, yeah. I wonder what the difference is between side effect and allergic reaction. Yeah. Um, Accutane is so intense, man. Yeah. It's, it's not natural. It just, anything where you have to sign contracts that you're using two forms of birth control while you're on it, because yeah. if you get pregnant while you're on it, it is, what is it, like an 100, 100% chance, 99 something percent chance that your baby would have birth defects? Like, yeah. that shit is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I'd have to, I would have to get my blood drawn once a month. I would go have to go in and get my blood drawn once a month just to make sure everything was okay. And, God. you know, had no, you know, I kind of realized later on some alternative methods that have cleared my skin up at, you know, almost like crystal clear. And, right. you know, if I would have known that earlier on with my, you know, diet changes and stuff like that, I think it probably could have been avoided for the most part. Maybe not, maybe it would have just been as severe, but I yeah. didn't have that, all that information. But I yeah. That. Oh, yeah. I know the, the shit that I would have done differently <laughs> <Yes>. to, <laughs> <laughs> to try to combat acne in way better ways. Yeah. Right. Dude, but crazy, I will say crazy. Accutane, as as crazy as the side effects were, completely changed my life. Like I, it cleared up my skin. It my, you know what I mean? Like as as severe it was, I can't knock it completely because I literally did it again because that it felt worth it to me because having skin issues can be really can take a toll on your mental health and your confidence and everything. So can't no knock kidding. it completely, completely accurate. Oh, I know. You know? <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I, I get it, man. I, yeah. I get it. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that, those are some of our personal journeys with yes. allergies. And I will say that if you've followed me on Instagram talking about it a bit in the past year, I, I went vegan almost 16 months ago. Mm-hmm. But, and I did see a really positive change in my allergies when I went vegan because it seemed to reduce the inflammation in my body and inflammation is what can worsen allergies. And so I've been allergic to cats my whole life. And despite owning them, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't like really let them touch my face, like put my face into their fur or anything like that. And once I went vegan, and now I can cuddle up with my cats and really nothing happens. So yeah, it's, it is crazy to see a difference in those things. But um, yeah, I told you about my stepmom, Lisa, right? She had moderate a- allergies, but she would live. She would take Benadryl constantly. Her, her face would get really red with stuff. She would have sneeze attacks almost daily. Like she was allergic to all kinds of stuff. And yeah. um she went vegan. They disappeared. Like she doesn't even, not even, not even reduced her allergies. She just doesn't have them anymore. She's been, she went vegan a year and a half ago. And I had no idea that was going to be a benefit or, or result or side effect. Yeah. That. And the, the reason we figured it out, well, she noticed like, oh, my allergies are really good. Maybe there's just nothing in the air for me to sneeze at. And we, um, we went to the gentle barn in Santa Clarita one day oh, yeah. and she's highly allergic to barn animals. And she got there and she's like, oh my God, I forgot my Benadryl. Oh my God. I don't think I can be here. We're like, okay, you want to just go for a few minutes. And if you start feeling weird, we'll go home. She was there for, I mean, it was like a two, two, three hour day trip there. 
hugging, kissing horses, cows, all that stuff. Wow. Nothing, literally no reaction. She was floored. She's like, oh my gosh, if I had known this decades ago, this would have saved so much. You know, my quality of life would have been so much better. And um, so, yeah, that was, that was crazy to watch because I mean, I've, my stepmom has been been in my life since I was like six and, you know, just a year and a half ago made this change and seeing that how that's improved her day to day has been like really cool to to witness that. Yeah, that's awesome. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I've slowly, Delaney knows this, in the last maybe two, three weeks, have been incorporating a little fish here and there. I, there's a chance I might kind of dip into being a pescatarian. We'll see. Um, I've just been trying to listen to my body, and for whatever reason, it might, I've been craving some meats. And so mm-hmm. I want to listen to my body and, and have them here and there um, if if I can. But we'll see. It would be nice to have some sort of balance where I can still have meat occasionally if I want it and have the benefits of, of having lower inflammation in my body and, and all of mm-hmm. that. So yeah, for we sure. We'll see. And we also the see. benefit of going vegan with your um, your makeup brushes was is huge. Like if, if you have like goat and horse hair and all that stuff and you find like I used to get really rashy on my oh. cheeks and stuff. And when I had the horse hair situation come back, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that the brushes I was using was like a mix of horse hair and something else. And I got like synthetic brushes and never had any kind of spotting issues after that. It's fascinating. Yeah. I always uh, sensed trying that one from Sephora, God, years and years and years ago. That was animal hair. I've completely switched to synthetic, but I prefer synthetic anyway now, you know, just like being Mm -hmm. cruelty-free and I just – they're really high quality anyway. Yes. I like them. Should I list off some types of allergies that might happen? I know you explained a lot of your personal reactions, Kel. Should we list it off for people? Totally. Um, So a few things that might happen, hay fever, also called allergic rhinitis, can cause sneezing, itching of the nose, eyes or roof of the mouth, runny, stuffy nose, watery, red, swollen eyes, or, you know, conjunctivitis. A food allergy can cause tingling in the mouth, swelling of the lips, tongue, face, or throat, hives. An insect sting allergy can cause a large area of swelling, edema, at the sting site, itching or hives all over the body cough, chest tightness, wheezing, or shortness of breath. A drug allergy can cause hives, itchy skin, rash, facial swelling, wheezing, anaphylaxis. And then atopic dermatitis, this is what I had. Uh, An allergic skin condition, also called eczema, can cause skin to itch, redden, flake, or peel. That's what I got diagnosed with when I have rashes, is dermatitis. Okay. 
See, I get anxious even hearing that list. Yeah. Like I can feel my body, my my chest gets tight and I'm like, okay, breathe. You're fine. Like you're okay. But right. I, it's such a... And what's so tough is like some of these symptoms, it's like some of these are like cold symptoms and other stuff. So it's like, I, I'd imagine that can be confusing if somebody is experiencing allergic reactions for the first time, even like if it developed as an adult and they might mistake it for like, maybe it's a cold, maybe, I don't know. It just, it feels like it can get kind of murky with some of these, yes. um, some of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we were touching on this before. Here are 10 myths about allergies from everydayhealth.com. So allergies are just for kids. That's false. Nearly half of food allergic adults developed their allergies in adulthood. So, you know, I was mentioning some, I felt like mine kind of ramped up in high school. Mm. Um, Here's another myth. You can't outgrow your allergies. You can. About 60 to 80% of young children outgrow allergies to milk or eggs by the age of 16. Hmm. Another myth is that pollen and food allergies don't overlap. Um, People with hay fever can suffer from pollen food syndrome. Allergens found in pollen are found in certain raw fruits, vegetables, or tree nuts. I don't know if you. That one's false, huh? Yeah, I don't know if you've, if people have heard that. And see, this is another, I'd love to ask an allergist this. People say that if you're allergic to latex, you're probably also likely allergic to um, bananas because it's a similar tree. Type How that they come weird. from, but you, if, but again, uh, if who knows, <laughs> who knows if you've watched my story on Comedy Central, it's on YouTube about the manicure tool. I had an allergic reaction to latex, so that's I didn't even include that story. That's probably the big one of the biggest allergy stories I have out there is my yeah, vagina, vagina um, swelling shut from a latex allergy. Yep. So, anyway, that's on that's on YouTube. If you just oh, YouTube, I just said this in Central. I just said this one and it's it's being debunked. <laughs> you can't tell colds and allergies apart. False. Oh my gosh, funny. Cold symptoms such as body aches and fever are not associated with allergies and the itchy eyes common to an allergic reaction rarely occur with a cold and allergies uh, are more persistent while colds do not last long. Huh. Well, you look at that. I guess you can. That's a good litmus test for you. Oh, by the way, everybody, um, everything that we're reading is from everydayhealth.com and the Mayo Clinic. Just a heads up. Yes, yes. Um, so another, uh, myth, the only treatment for allergies is to avoid triggers. Uh, no, there are so many options like decongestants, decongestants, antihistamines, saline or steroid nasal sprays and allergy shots. Like what I mentioned, um, uh, allergy medication should only be taken after you have symptoms false. The best thing to do is to start treatment before you have any symptoms to protect your immune system from the assault of pollen. By the mm. way, I feel like Dwight Schrute reading these because <laughs> the way the document is, it's like false. <laughs> right. <laughs> Question. Question. <laughs> Bears, beats, Battlestar yeah. Galactica. Um, <laughs> Short-haired breeds are fine for people with pet allergies. False. Pet hair and fur are not allergens, but they can collect other allergens like dust and pollen. If you're allergic to animals, the real culprits are dander, which are dead skin cells, saliva, and urine. But I will say, Mm. um, everydayhealth.com, again, I would like to ask an allergist this. When I had my testing done, I was tested for pet hair allergy and pet dander allergy, that you could be allergic to one but not the other. Hmm. I would, again, I would like that debunked. Right. um, True story. List of things to ask to an allergist. True story. I know I've talked about this before, but my, when I was considering getting a pet my senior year of college, I wanted to get a dog, but my roommate was allergic to dogs. So I got a 
potbelly pig instead. <laughs> Because pigs have hair not fur, they're hypoallergenic, and she had no issues. She would be able to pet them and hold them and, and no problems. But that was a bit, I mean, I kind of secretly wanted a pig anyway, but that just kind of was like, see, it'll be great for everybody. <laughs> win win. And then I brought a little piglet home. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe you did that. I love I that. Um, moving to another part of the country can get rid of allergies. False allergens exist virtually everywhere. So relocating probably won't help you escape allergies. Mm. Uh, Allergies don't happen in winter. They do. While you don't have pollen in the winter necessarily, you still have the indoor allergens such as mold spores and dust mites. And uh, hay fever is just a nuisance. False hay fever can lead to more serious complications like disrupt your sleep, make you more susceptible to sinusitis and ear infections, and trigger or worsen asthma symptoms. So... Whew, that was a mouthful. Kels, do you have any, like, just a few tips, like how you've, like, what's helped you manage your anxiety around allergies or even just, like, practical stuff like carrying an EpiPen in your purse? Like, can you just list some for people? Totally. I, if you're somebody who has experienced any sort of allergic reactions, I, I think you should absolutely have an EpiPen just in case and have Benadryl with you even just for peace of mind, it's nice mm-hmm. to know and it kind of keeps your anxiety a little bit lower to just go, you know what, I've got it with me at all times. Makes you feel better. Some little things like you can order online pillowcase cover. So I have a pillowcase cover that goes, it zips around my actual pillow. <clears throat> and then I put a regular, <clears throat> excuse me, pillowcase on top of that. But the special pillowcase that zips around it helps keep dust mites from coming through the pillow to Mm. me when I sleep because over time, you're shedding dead skin onto your pillow and then that, and then dust mites come and eat it and then they shed their skin. I need to get those. That's just good for everybody to have. It's all gross. Under a microscope, it's all disgusting. But yeah, yeah, it's, that's good. So I try to do stuff like that. Um, I buy laundry detergent that is free and clear of any sort of harsh chemicals that will mm-hmm. make anything worse. And hmm, I'm sure I'm sure I could think of more, but those are kind of the, yeah, those the big are good. things off the top of my head. Well, yeah. I like the t- tip that you even said for people who are uh, might be around people with allergies, like carry Benadryl. Like you can carry if you're traveling or something, you carry Benadryl. You you keep a little Benadryl packet in your purse or something. That's like simple, just in case anybody needs it or being mindful yeah. of like opening up peanut butter in a space where you don't know what everybody's allergies are and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's all um, very, very helpful to know. Yeah. Good. So again, listeners write into us, let us know if you would like us to do another episode on this, but have an actual allergist on. Yeah, so it's less should. of, yeah, less of like personal story time and more, Hey, can you help us with this on the clinical level? Right. Yeah. Maybe send in some questions you have about your own allergies too. So when we can get somebody on the show, we can ask your questions about your allergies. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. A self-helpless podcast at gmail.com. Would, I would genuinely love to know what other people's allergy yeah. questions are because I'm sure there's some where I'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck, I want to know that. Right. Um, so right. Uh, we have an iTunes review of the episode. This is from HRSFRK, and there are three cookie emojis. It says, I love this <laughs> podcast so much. I had only listened to one podcast before and wanted, to some- and wanted something to stay out of my head while well, cleaning stalls. It's what I do for work. Since I started listening to this, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten confused looks from people <laughs> hearing me laughing hysterically in the stalls. I, I, just point at- <laughs> I just point at my headphones and go back to work awkwardly. <laughs> uh- 
now I call it my therapy and listen to it every day. I low key don't want to catch up because then what will I do? Actually go to therapy. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. I've passionately recommended this podcast to everyone with ears. Love you girls. Thank you for, for making such a wonderful and truly helpful podcast. Oh, oh thank, thank you. HRS 5RK. Is it like hers freak? Hers freak? I don't know. I don't know. Thank you so much. That was so nice. That was really nice. (laughs) And, you know, if if you do want to go to therapy, betterhelp.com slash self-helpless, baby. It really, uh, it can really help. As shown by Delaney. Delaney's been in it for a couple years and loves it. Love it. Here, and look at this. Look how great my shirt is. (laughs) After going to (laughs) therapy. Look at it. I have a beautiful plant on my desk. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, do you have uh, any hot segments and plugs? I actually have a pretty big one. Wow. For okay. This one. Let me just plug a couple of my upcoming tour dates and then I'll let you just get into Sweet. your into your jam. Um, Washington, D.C. I'm coming to you this week. D.C. Comedy Loft. I know we have a ton of D.C. helpsters. So I'm going to be headlining May 13th. It's this Thursday through Saturday the 15th. Come out to those shows. I'm really excited to see you guys. And then I'm going to be headlining the Comedy Club of Kansas City May 20th through the 22nd. You can go to KelseyCook.com to get tickets. You can also go to my Instagram at KelseyCookComedy. That's got a link there too. And come out. Let's do it. I'm I'm so excited to see everybody. Nice. Um, quickly have a couple hot wrecks. Been loving the show, Couples Therapy, and another series, Never Have I Ever. Both excellent. Highly recommend. I think they're both on Netflix. I don't remember okay. because Cam Cam sets up the TV for me most of the time. But <laughs> been loving those shows. Um, but my I have a huge good shit moment. Um, one of my clients, Nicole, just officially put her notice in at her day job because she is able to do her business full time. And I am so excited for her. We've been working together this past year and I've been able to see her start at like this, this seed of an idea all the way to like a full client roster doing her dream job. And I'm incredibly proud of her. She sent me the sweetest message. And of course, like I cried and then I <laughs> cried a lot, sent like a little virtual you know, champagne toast to her. But I just wanted to uh, give her a shout out. You can follow her um, at Life Coach Baker, I believe on Instagram, but very, very proud of all the work that she's done and wanted to celebrate with her. So that is so cool. I love hearing when people can get out of their day job they oh hate and into gosh. something that they love. That's yeah. amazing. And like we knew she was getting really close and I like saved a little bottle of sparkling wine in my fridge. I'm like, this is going to be for when she tells me that she's put her notice in and then that happened pretty quickly after. So yeah, it was very exciting. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. That's so cool. Yes. <sighs> Again, write to us, selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com with your allergy questions and we will we'll keep it going. Yes. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. Yeah.